With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Thanks for uh, being here live on the Child Whisper podcast that I host nearly every week. So I appreciate your being live and calling in with your questions today. I'm available for live Q&A and we can, I can take your questions at 347-677-1963. And today we're talking about, um, here on the Child Whisper podcast, today we're talking about chores, motivating the type three determined child. And we've been doing, I've been doing a series on this and it started with how to take the struggle out of chores. So you can get a hold of that episode because that's really, I think the base and foundation of this chore experience and how to take the struggle out of chore and shift it to an energy of appreciation. And then of course we started with type one, the fun loving child, how to motivate them. And then I have the type two sensitive child, how to motivate them. So today we're talking about the type three determined child. Now remember those, those references to fun, loving, sensitive, and determined, and we have the type four more serious child, those all mean something and they're good reminders to us as parents to know how to support our children's true nature. And so in this case, we're gonna really look at three tips that you can draw on that determined energy, that natural energy that is so strong for a type three child. And let's start today. Well, a couple big announcements. Um, If you're on my Facebook audience, hello to my Facebook live audience. You'll notice a post that's up just below this live airing, this live broadcast, and it's a it, it's a very I love the graphic. The graphic's fabulous. My creative director Tim really just produced one of the most beautiful graphics. I said this looks like a movie poster, Tim. It's a image of me and Anna Kay. And today I announced a new series that we'll be doing on Carol Tuttle TV that I broadcast live here right on Facebook a new series called Live Makeovers. I know that our community, our Dressing Your Truth community loves our makeovers because we get to see a woman come alive. And launching this Friday, we've invited anyone to be present at 10, 15 a.m. at our store and salon in Lehigh, Utah. And from the gathering of women that shows shows up that morning, we are going to select one lucky woman to do a live makeover on. And we'll broadcast that right here, the the intro of it, when we get who we select, it's all going to be broadcast live. And then as we move into her makeover, we'll come back live during the makeover and then her final reveal. And so anyone is eligible, they just have to be 25 and up. And so uh, if you want to be a part of that, be here Friday morning. Details are in that post. And if you have more questions, you can email support at liveyourtreat.com. And another big announcement um, that... We've got the Mother's Day sale coming up. It starts this week. It's a great time to purchase the Dressing Your Truth course. It it will be on sale. All everything at my Dressing Your Truth online store will be on sale during the Mother's Day sale, which launches this week, goes over the weekend. I think it's about a foot. So be looking for emails from me 
And if you've not yet subscribed to my email list, go to dressingyourtruth.com. There's a lot of free content on that website, amazing content. You'd be, you can uh, put your name and email into the opt-in there. You can get my free energy profiling course and get on my weekly mailing list. They send out a beautiful newsletter every Monday with updates. So let's start today with a success story. And this mom writes in, I'm a type three mom. My type three daughter turned three years old in February. The next month, her daddy had a birthday and she screamed, it's not your birthday, it's my birthday. I had flashbacks to my childhood where my type three sister made birthdays miserable for everyone. My parents downplayed these events because my sister was so difficult on other people's birthdays. I chose not to replay the story with my children and I got inspired. I spent the rest of my husband's birthday saying, birthdays are fun for everyone. Here's the success. Yesterday was my son's birthday and my daughter wasn't jealous at all. I love that understanding her true nature helped me diffuse a problem that I know for a fact would have played out for the next 15 years or more. I'm so glad my whole family gets to benefit from child whispering knowledge. Thanks for stopping that family pattern, mom, and seeing the insp- and receiving inspiration and loving yourself and your child to create a different experience. So in today's um, episode, talking about the type three determined child and motivating them when it comes to chores, there's three tips I want to help you with to engage a type three child to draw on their natural gifts. And that's been one of my biggest takeaways in this series of chores and motivating children that I started this series thinking that the, the focus should be on getting tasks done. How do we teach children to get jobs done? And in the process of teaching this, it's kind of flipped for me. It, what's evolved is a better and greater understanding of These are all mediums, opportunities to help a child develop their natural gifts. The focus should be on developing a child's natural gifts, tendencies, and qualities in the application of doing chores. And the the result of a successful task is an outcome of helping them develop these natural gifts. So that really came to light for me. And in this case, let's really look at that. So remember, training a child is to first help them develop their own their own natural abilities, and secondly, the completion of the chores is the outcome that uh, is a beneficiary, it's kind of a benefit of that primary focus. Now, I'm going to use three words today. The first word is challenge. Type three determined children love a challenge. So create any chore into a challenge, you're going to see a child move into action more quickly. Remember, this is the child that is more physical, more hands-on in the world. And so creating a challenge with a time clock, you know, there's a lot of apps, there's apps, there's even apps that you can get for helping support the activity of chores, you know, timers. Uh, Can you beat your last time? a parent to child competition. Can you, you know, how fat can I do this faster than you? You could engage two type three children in a activity to be, be able to compete and challenge themselves successfully. I don't think you could actually do that with other types of children. I think two type three children would be more suited for that. How fast can you make the bed this time? How quickly can you empty the dishwasher? Can you beat me at cleaning up this side of the room? 
to this this day, I personally, because I'm a type three energy, I still will challenge myself to engage myself more fully. I will, I'll look at the clock. If I'm going to like clean the kitchen and I'll look at the clock and I'll go, I, I kind of like, I say to myself, okay, I'm going to do this in nine minutes. I got to hit the nine minute mark. Can I do this in nine minutes? And then I go, that just engages me more. I set the timer for nine minutes and I go, it just, I've been doing this since I was a kid. You know, I was cleaning the kitchen at 12 years old. My parents bought me a horse and I agreed to clean the kitchen for a dollar a night um, to pay the horse off. It was $350 for the period of a year. I set the timer all the time. It was the oven timer at the time because we didn't have digital clocks that I still do this. I think that's so funny that that's still, you know, (laughs) my nature is to be enrolled by that. The second word. So here we're moving to tip number two is swift. Type three children will get bogged down by detailed tasks that take a long time. Having a type three child clean the baseboards would be a little grueling for them. So notice this tendency. And again, can they do that when they grow and get older? Yeah. Could I really get myself to clean baseboards? Yes, I can. Would I ever enjoy it? No, I'd much rather unload the dishwasher. You know, it just, I see more moving parts with that. Something that requires such focus and just time and meticulousness. So don't start there with young type three children. That's not the place to build on their nature. See, that's, that's too many, it's too meticulous, too focused, too detailed. And so notice the tendency that they need a more swift movement through any chore. And initially they may overlook details. And rather than focusing on the details they've missed when they are complete, praise them for a job well done. And then over time, as a child grows, you can teach them how to manage more details, but yet know that fine line of when is it too detailed and is it relevant for them to do it? Do you have other type children in the family that would be actually supported by those detailed tasks, like a type two child? And if they are the best type, um, if they are playing to their best strengths, See, they will move through chores quickly. You just want to make sure that you're setting them up for success. And like, you don't have a type three six-year-old unload the dishwasher because in their need to move swiftly, they might drop a glass or something or have them do the silverware, you know, the flat, the flatware, the eating utensils. Maybe you don't have them handling more fragile things until they're older. But I'm still suspect to that, that if I'm moving so quickly, I could drop things. I've burned myself more times in the kitchen just because I'm moving around so quickly. Third word is reward. Now, I've brought this up with every type child, but this is especially uh, pertinent to the type three determined child because chores, chores by themselves, unless they're a chore, they really can feel some sort of satisfaction. And most chores are not rewarding based on the chore. There needs to be a reward that they get since the chore itself is not that rewarding. So creating another form of reward can be highly motivating to a type three child. And a mom, um, I have a story in the Child Whisper book from a mom who wrote to me and I shared it in the book. And she said when she wanted her son to move into action swiftly, he was like a 10, 11 year old type three boy. 
and get a bigger job done, like cleaning his room, getting the whole room clean. She'd put a dollar bill on the counter and tell him, that dollar bill is yours when your room is clean. And that boy would, bam, move into action and get the job done because he wanted that dollar bill. And so other rewards can be gold coins. Uh, my son, my daughter and son-in-law motivate my granddaughter, who's a type three, by giving her gold coins. Those coins get collected, can be cashed in for certain events or experiences. And they're not always things you buy. It could be an event and experience with mom and dad. So it's not always try, um, purchasing something. It could be experiential. Uh, point systems can work well, but just make sure they aren't too drawn out and they aren't, you know, a month worth of accumulating points gets a little, um, unless it's an older, again, we have to make these age references that younger children need a little faster turnaround than older type three children that maybe are accumulating certain rewards for something of a bigger nature. So those three words, challenge, swift, and reward. Now type three children, remember, are very hands-on. Their connection to the world is physical. Their nature is to get to want to get things done. And so these can be your best helpers when their natural gifts and movement are engaged properly. So I'm going to sign off on Facebook. Thanks everyone for watching. There is a link in the copy to continue listening. I have some wonderful questions that have been submitted and I'm giving away a copy of my good friend and my colleague, Robin Openshaw, who is the Green Smoothie Girl online. I'm going to give away to a lucky caller a copy of her book, The Green Smoothies Diet. This is full of great recipes and you can help your children eat healthier with the information in this book. So thanks for watching everybody on Facebook. You can also click on the link in the copy to access, well, actually there's no link in this copy because uh, I went live without it. Go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Carol Tuttle to keep listening. And if you have a question or you wanna call in and try and be a winner of today's giveaway, call in at 347-677-1963. Thanks for watching everyone on Facebook. The question that um, most of these questions are about type three children, which is great. The first question is from a type one mom and she writes, my type three eight year old son loves to help me around the house. So that right away is a good thing. Good for, you know, that, that's where, that's the problem with most parents. So it's interesting that the problem here is that this child wants to be very, very helpful. And she continues to write, this is wonderful, but sometimes I can't take the time to explain to him how to do a chore that I can do quickly myself. I have three children younger than him to take care of and I need to just do my housework as fast as possible when I have a minute. Basically, it's just easier for me to do it. Of course, I enjoy his company while I do the dishes or other tasks, but he gets angry if I don't let him help me as often as he wants to, what should I do? Okay, so I think you need to make a list. Let's call this, I don't know your son's name. He is eight years old. So that's old enough to be able to handle a lot of different tasks, taking out the garbage, tidying up a room, uh, what, you know, cleaning out something. What is it? Create a list, maybe 10, 11 items on it that are things that are kind of reoccurring in your household that he can do without your supervision. They don't need you. He's learned, he knows, he's eight years old. He's got the confidence and his ability to pull this off. And so rather than getting involved in the job you want to do on your own, say, grab your list, pick something off the list. Thank you for wanting to help. 
Thank you for wanting to help. Praise that intent, that, that drive, that will to want to help. And then have, grab the list that you've had these pre, with his assistance, you've created a list that he's now, con you're confident and he's confident you can choose anything on there. Pick something from your, I love your help. Pick something off your list. Go do it. How fast can you do that? I'm going to set the timer. How do you want to race this today? You know, you know, so engage, draw on his willingness by setting it up so that it's not causing you, him to have to assist you directly, but he's still assisting by being a helper. Question um, number two that came in, I'm a type three mom and my type three five-year-old daughter sometimes simply won't cooperate. At home, this is fine because we can redirect her or be more flexible in order to accommodate her energy. But in situations where she has an instructor or teacher, it can be a problem. For example, I put her in swimming lessons recently. She's an excellent swimmer, but for two weeks, she refused to put her head underwater or cooperate. It was very frustrating for me. She's not disruptive, just stubborn. I love her determination, but there are times when she needs to do things even though she doesn't want to. Any tips to support her at those times? Well, first of all, you're dealing with people that don't understand her determined nature unless they've read a copy of the Child Whisper book. I know there's a local swim teacher here in Utah that's a huge fan of the Child Whisperer, and she actually um, has read it. She encourages the parents to read it. She puts this to practice in her swimming lessons. Anyone that's involved with children, I'd highly recommend you gift them a copy of the book by just saying, I really love this book. It's really helped me with my children and you are so gifted and you love children and maybe this will be an asset to you. Never approach it giving the child whisper as though they're not doing it right, doing it well enough. Honor the fact that they're really committed to making a difference in children's life and this is just one more piece of information that can be an aid to that, to their commitment to be an instructor and educator in some capacity in the world of children and honor them and they'll receive it really favorably. And so make sure that she's got this insight. Now, my, I've observed this with my granddaughter. She was just over at our house. Oh, my other big announcement was my daughter, Anne, many of you have seen on my Facebook post and also Anne's Facebook post and in the private dressing your truth type two group um, that she had her baby on. And it was actually Sunday. It was just uh, before 1 a.m. Her healthy baby little boy was born, and he is eight. He was born at eight pounds seven ounces. They've not yet firmed up a name. I'll let you know. Hope by next week I'll be able to share his name with you. And he is a type two little guy. We sense his sensitive, tender nature. He has more of a whimper when he cries. Just a sweet little boy, but healthy and doing well. And so Katie was at our house while mom and dad were at the hospital and Tanner had come to pick Katie up and she was resistant to going and she got in under the kitchen table and she was being stubborn just because she didn't want to cooperate. And she's four years old in a few weeks. Tanner said to her very quickly, he doesn't try and he challenges her. He challenges her immediately. He says, okay, you either got to come right now and we're going to go because we're going to this party because they were going to an event that evening he says, you've got to come right now if you want to come to the party or I'm going to leave and you're going to have to stay here with grandma and grandpa. Bam. She was out. You know, it's like you get that, you know, challenged her. Okay. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
Now, in the event of a swimming lesson, this is a little trickier because, you know, kids just don't like putting their head underwater necessarily when they're five still. Some, it, that, that's the kind of, they either love it or they're just not that eager. And so that's a more, that's a different conversation for me to say in a swimming experience. Because you can actually set a child up to have a dislike for water when they're forced to experience more than they are ready to experience. And so I'm going to leave that up to you to, um, with this, how can you challenge her? Now, Tanner just gets inspired in the moment. He's very quick to be inspired to say, I need to challenge Katie. So I get Katie off this. I'm not going to try and talk, you know, come on, get out from under the table. Come on, we got to go. Get out from under the table. He just basically puts the challenge in front of her and she chooses. <laughs> she, so he knows how to set him up. So she's, gonna, he's, she's going to choose the one he wants her to choose. So I'll uh, present that to you and look forward to you being inspired on that behalf. So make sure you press the number one on your phone if you're calling in at 347 one nine six three. The lines are open. I've got my book to give away, The Green Smoothies Diet from Robin Openshaw today. And I look forward to talking to my first caller because I see there's a lot of people in the switchboard and my producers online right now talking to them. So I will um, wait to see her tag me on that, that someone's ready to come on the air. In the meantime, we'll go back to our next question. My 21-year-old type 3 daughter has finished some college. Her goal is to be a nurse, but she's been stumbling through school. She has lost confidence in her ability to do the schooling required to be a nurse, so she's been searching for a different career, but can't find one. How can I help her get her confidence back or select a different career? I'm also a type 3. So my first question is always, and I don't know, it helps if I have this answer, but I don't in this case. Uh, does your daughter know her nature? She's a type three. Is she read? It's just my nature is the book that I recommend that adults read. It's just my nature. That's the green book. Does she understand her nature? Nursing has a lot of hands-on experiences. So that is a really good career for her. It's favorable to any type for various reasons. And depending on what kind of nurse she wants to be, well, you know, because everybody, any type can be a nurse. It's just where do you, you know, engage your true nature. Type threes would be very successful ER nurses, um, NICU, anything that's got a little more intensity to it because they can handle that intensity. So first of all, make sure she's read the information and, and ask her this question. Have you asked her? You know, I think I hear a lot of mo moms and actually wives pose to me questions for their children or their spouse, their husbands. How can I help you? Because you said to me, how can I help her get confidence? Have you sat down with her at a real heart to heart? How can I help you regain your confidence? And it's how she's managing her schooling, honoring her true nature. Is she getting out? Is she getting too overwhelmed with study? Does she give herself breaks according to her nature that she can only study so long she needs to get out, stay physical, be engaged in other physical activities? Is she really interested in another career? Have this conversation with her. Then listen a lot. Listen and then say, how can I help you? What would that look like? 
So enroll her in this way. And, and you may not, is she living in her type three energy? Because you've learned this after years of raising her, was she raised true to her nature? Do you live true to yours as a type three energy? My first caller is on the line. Hi, Cammie. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to have you. You're a type three mom, and you have a yes. type three four-year-old who bosses siblings and seems to be, yes, the other word for determined can be defiant. <laughs> but you don't know this. You're like, ah. So make sure you, you frame it in, in determined rather than defiant. Because determined, we can do a lot more with. Defiant is something we have to change, where determined is just what you're going to get with this child. So make sure you uh-huh. you frame it in, okay, when you think defiant, switch it to determined. Wow, that child's determined. Wow, they're so determined. I really want to uh, help get behind that determined energy so it's really productive. So that's the first thing I recommend is you've got to see it in a positive light, even though you're dealing with challenges because of the substance of it. Okay. Um, I guess I have three kids. He's my oldest. The one that he likes to boss around the most which you can hear her. I don't know if you can hear her. She's a cute little one four. Uh, and, um, but she will sometimes want to just go off and play with herself and not be, not want to play with him anymore because he's being yeah. too okay. overbearing. And so she will just get up and leave. And because okay. she's two, she doesn't have very many words to express, but he will grab her and try and force her to stay. And when okay. I, try and stop it and let her go he just completely has a meltdown and okay couple couple things that are happening here he's getting more negative attention she gets more positive and so in his Mm -hmm. negative attention he's being patterned into that's the kind of attention I get and so he'll get um, we we teach our children to get stuck in patterns based on our response to them and so you're giving him more negative attention. She gets more positive. You need to give him more positive attention. Um, the other thing is he, and it, because of that, there's a subconscious sense of competing with her, but competing in a negative way. So you got to mm-hmm. really bring up the positive feedback with this child. He's just getting disciplined a lot. He's getting, you know, told to change. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Do this. Okay, so you need to switch that. And so he's reading that you have a preference for the sibling. Mm-hmm. That she, uh, you would rather be with her than him. Now that, cause, and most likely that was how we've got some history playing out that he's showing you your childhood, that you were yes. the nuisance. You were the problem. You were the parent rolling their eyes. Oh, this daughter, you know, she's just so much work. And so in that, see him as you. How would you have liked to have been talked to as a type three, four-year-old? How would you like to have been managed differently without being the problem child? So as you put that in that light, you're going to be more motivated to help shift this, and then there's going to be some healing for you because you're going to give him what you never got. 
And you need in that, that will heal that in you. And you'll see this as a beautiful energy, but there's just, there's a conflict of embracing this type three energy. And I think it's unfortunately a little bit um, kind of a collective belief because I met a mom last week, a gal that used to work for us that came in with her little two month old. And I said to her, well, what type do you think he is? And she said a type one. And I could clearly see he was a type three. And I said, would you like me to share with you what I'm seeing? And she said, yes. And I said, he's a type three. And I showed in his face and I can, I can read the energy, which is really mm-hmm. what you're meant to do with energy profiling. What's the movement? What's it feel like? How does it express? And she said to me, oh, I was really hoping he was a type one. I don't know about parent, you know, but the type three and I'm like oh you know it's all good (laughs) Mm -hmm. all good but I think there's some negative perceptions and those were unfortunately created during your childhood yes unfortunately they were so you can switch all this you're healing a generational pattern and it's changing for you so that's the good news and your son's giving you a chance to allow that healing to occur occur and Cammie, I'm going to gift you with um, diet is a huge player in the type 3 child's world. If they're on too many processed foods, they're not eating real clean foods enough that really affects their disposition at this age. Their energy is not, they do not manage sleep and diet are very, they're important for every child. Yet the type 3 child, there's some side effects in the toddler phase and their early phase of life that they are victims to when they're not sustained with good food, clean food, and proper rest. So I'm going to gift you with this green smoothie diet um, cookbook so you can get behind that. So email support at parenting, um, email support at liveyourtruth.com and tell them you were the winner. Okay. And we'll get this shipped to you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling in. I'm glad you're open to the feedback and the willingness to see some things differently. And I say that to all parents and all moms listening. Thank you for your willingness to want to look at yourself and notice where things can shift in your world and your parenting approach, because that says to me you're a great parent. So the lines are still open. If you've got a question, now's the time to hit one on your phone. Um, I'll be on the air. I'm, I'm complete with my email questions, so I'll give it just a minute more as I go through some announcements. Otherwise, we'll be. We'll, this will be our. How perfect this is the Type Three show. <laughs> we moved through it quick, so appreciate your. Um, even listening today. So a couple announcements that Mother's Day sale will start April 26th and it runs through May 3rd. And this is a great time to gift yourself with addressing your truth course. They're on sale for $99. Give a gift to another mom, you know, give a gift to your mom. So wonderful gift. And I will be in Idaho Falls on May 13th and 14th for the Holistic Approaches to Health Conference. Just go to Cruxstone, C-R-U-X, S-P-O-N-E dot org for more details. I'd love to meet you at this. There's a Friday night event and then the conference is all day Saturday. I am the keynote speaker on I will be the dinner speaker Friday night and I'm the keynote speaker on Saturday. 
Then last week's Child Whisper post, Three Tips to Motivate Your Sensitive Type 2 Child to Do Chores, is up on the Child Whisper blog, childwhisper.com. The nice thing about the blog post is we make a podcast summary in a written form, so you get some great takeaways from reading the synopsis of the podcast, plus you can find a live player link right there on the website to listen to the entire podcast. And you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. We do have an ad-free, um, I don't, Blog Talk puts an ad on the front of the recording, but this is an ad-free podcast. And the way you can support us is thank you for being investing in my books, investing in my courses. That's what keeps us being able to generate so much free content is the paid content and, and merchandise that we sell allows us to not have to get monies from advertisers. So thank you to all my amazing customers. Just go to iTunes.com forward slash Carol Tuttle to subscribe to iTunes. And I'd love it if you would leave a review for me on iTunes. Thank you for doing that. And there's always great things happening on my Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash the Carol Tuttle. And as I announced on the front of the show, we're starting a new Carol Tuttle TV series called Live Makeovers. I did... We're going to have um, type for Malia now is live on the show. Hi, Malia. Hello. You have a type one three-year-old that has meltdowns. Yeah, we're struggling lately. <laughs> oh, well, you're type four mom. So this is good for you to know that your innate nature to think you need to create more structure is actually going to uh, emphasize, is going to provoke more meltdowns. Yeah, and that's actually what I was wondering, different ways we could maybe switch it up or, yeah. um, I Which don't know. It's going to be tricky for I'm you. Oh. Well, Sorry, your, your type for nature will automatically think I need to get more structure going because that would resolve it for you. Right. Um, you've read the Child Whisper book, I assume. Yes, I love it. Okay, so I'm really grateful that you have. I especially am so thankful and, and so proud of you as a type 4 mom that you'll embrace this because your type 1 child's going to feel like an alien to you at times. <laughs> and you'll go, ah! So what's going to get old for you? And make sure you listen to the type 1. Um, anything I do about, you know, scour through all podcasts that have type 1 focus. Make sure you're listening to those. You're going to pick up clues all along in all those podcasts. And, uh, you know, I have many different series that I'll single out each type child. And awesome. the thing here I'm picking up on that she's melting down is, I think you're trying to reason with her during your meltdown. Your nature okay. will be to kind of talk it out with her. Don't. For one, three-year-olds just don't reason. You know, m maybe a type four three-year-old you could, you could, but it's just, okay. it's, she wants to get away from, you know, it's kind of like, ah, like she's trying to get out of something. She's trying to get out of yeah. it. Like, I've got to get out of this. And this, she doesn't consciously know that. And so you've got to just employ some fun, bam, right away. Just change the mood. She can connect okay. and disconnect so fast. Change the mood. Right. Well, and the thing I've noticed the most with, with her is it's usually when we're doing something very fun and no matter how maybe many times I warn her long, or though. tell her, was that good? maybe that's what it is. Because as soon They're as I tell her, okay, we're switching to something else, then that's when the tantrum happens. Yeah, but see how you're doing like, it within a very structured way. 
You're still approaching okay. it within a very structured way. We're doing this for this okay. long. Now we're moving to this for this. Instead of what do you want? Let her choose. You okay. really want to employ her fun-loving nature because I guarantee you, you're going to wear out. You, you're you not the fun-loving one. and You're, you're enjoyable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You're yeah, an enjoyable no, human being, but you don't lead with this. Let's make it all a game. You're going to drive yourself. You're going to go like, ah, you know, you really want to engage her nature to lead. You, you join her. Don't try and be the type one parent. So when we need to switch from a fun activity to something more structured, like getting ready for bed or taking a bath or whatever, what do you recommend to jump into that new activity? Sure. Yeah, and that's fun? why listen, listen to the type on how to motivate the type one and doing chores. Cause I said, okay. you, I said a lot of phrases in there to say, how do you want to make bath time fun tonight? Okay. How do you want to make yeah, I going did to bed more fun tonight? I, I should listen to it again. All right. Ask her. What do you want to do to make that time fun? Don't give her the choice. We're taking a bath, you know. How do you want to make her choice right. is how to make it more fun. That's it. Okay. That's happening. That's a great idea. The bath's happening. You know, yeah, well, in, and that's where for any type of child, bath, going to bed, it's just like, hey, I'm the parent, and that's the framework right. we're operating in. You get the choice of how you might want to make it more fun. Okay. We're taking a bath. <laughs> You're taking a bath. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so do that more. Perfect. Oh, Thanks for, yeah, I appreciate you calling in. I've got Kesley, another type four mom, is calling in. You have a type three, type seven three. year old. This is You're a type three. I'm a three. Yeah, I'm a type three as a secondary two. And okay. my daughter, my daughter's almost seven and she's, Type three with a secondary four, and I think our secondaries okay. are clashing. <laughs> well, that so, um, my question is, she, um, even just throughout the day, she likes to know exactly what we're going to be doing next. And if I deviate from the plan, she needs to know why I changed the plan. And even, like, she notices if we're driving to town and I make a turn somewhere else, she already notices, and she's like, okay, what are we doing? Why are we turning here? And, and she, you she, think she's a type three? Yeah. And you're but not, yet, and you don't think she's a type she's, four? Well, she's really intense, and I feel like she's not still enough to be a type four. But see, I have a, um, a type four secondary three son who can be quite intense, mm-hmm. and he's incredibly okay. active. He's more active now as an adult than any one of my children. Okay. I just don't um, see like uh, you the, know, very, very physically active, you know, mountain bike, okay. road biker, the whole deal. And he does it with great intensity, but he's definitely okay. type four. So I'm wondering if you've got her backwards. Yeah, maybe. Um, so maybe enough see a of, lot of like the reflective and still quality about her. I don't see that. Yeah. I feel like, I guess the but number one word for her is pushy, which I know is negative, and I try not to call her pushy, but I feel like she's very pushy. <laughs> well, she's trying to just be her own. See, when you have those two energies together, you've got someone that's really an independent child, very independent. Mm-hmm. So your way of parenting them and being there for them is very different than telling them what to do. It's controlling mm-hmm. them. It's um, being able to engage them in a positive way and let mm-hmm. them lead with authority and lead with 
control, you know, I'm in charge of, type threes need to feel like they're in charge of themselves and type fours to mm-hmm. be respected for an authority of their life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think these are just byproducts of some just general parenting approaches that she's now mm-hmm. kind of trying to demand more rights and privileges to be yeah. seen a certain way and dealt with a certain way. And this will, will fade away as some daily interactions are handled differently with a mm-hmm. different approach. So I guess my question is how can I help her so that, so I'm not feeling overwhelmed. Like she's demanding all this information of me and, but help her to feel secure and um, comfortable with the activities for the day. Does she know Does she her energy type? Um, she, she knows. Yeah, we're all into it. She's like, <laughs> She um, she thinks she's a three, and she tells me she likes to get stuff done. So that's another reason I think that she's possibly a three. Yeah. Um, she does. Yeah, well, just be honest with her, you know. I want to change how we approach this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's not working for me. For you know, do you? But then I wonder if you are doing the same thing to her, and you're not seeing it. Mhm. So you're talking to her, and you've modeled how to be a type three to her. Mhm. Where are you making demands with your children? Where do you come yeah. across quick and you know with these swift demands with more intensity? Mm-hmm. So I start noticing that to say, where is she, she? You know, I need to look at her more in regards to how am I like this? And it really bugs yeah. me because I don't want to be that way either. Yeah. So notice yourself so first. Something, something else that I feel is related to this issue is she's been asking to spend um, to spend the night with her friend. And every time I see her friend, it's like they both pounce on me and want to know, when they can do this, and it's really overwhelming. <laughs> I'm like, guys, just chill out a minute. Um, so I'm wondering if that yeah, but see how you're coming back. Me. Most likely, you're coming back in the same manner they're presenting. Uh-huh. You're matching the energy. Okay. So you're wanting her to change, but your response, the energy of your response, is matching theirs. So that mm-hmm. makes no sense to a child to go, well, you just did okay. it back. Okay. I just felt intensity from you. Okay. <laughs> See? So, again, she's a mirror for you. So you got to, like, change uh-huh. your approach first before you can accept a child. Okay. So okay. start I'm working on your and... own sense of things, and you'll see, catch yourself and approach it differently. Then you can mm-hmm. start to help her okay, so learn do you to have... do it differently. Do you have a thought for me on how I can change my approach somewhat? Yeah, notice, just like I said, re-listen to this, because most likely while you're listening to me, you've probably got your attention other places still. So re-listen to the podcast, and I shared with you, um, respond differently. When they come, when you get an intense energy, take a breath, ground yourself, and respond to her in a uh, uh, calmer and uh, clearer and show up with more patience. 
more and don't match that energy with your intensity and determination. Got one more caller for today's show, um, Angela. Hi, Angela. Hi, Carol. We're on Hi, the last Carol. few minutes here. Well, thanks for calling in. My notes say that you have an 11-year-old type 2 or type 3. How to know a child's type when there's been wounding in childhood. Um, real quick, is there anything you want to You're a type 1, correct? Yes. So you're going to be open to all the possibilities that present themselves when it comes to using the profiling model. Exactly. And you'll think, well, there's that. Well, there's that. Uh-huh. What about this? When you can clearly discern this movement, it's a movement-based system. Type 2 and type 3 are complete opposites. And as you understand right. how the movement presents in body language, stop looking at personality. Take it off. Take it off. How does this child okay. move around? What kind of voice tone do they have? How do they talk? A type two child will always have a softer voice unless they've been trained to start yelling, you know, and, and amp it up because they haven't gotten their needs met. But you can see the distinction in their body language. You can see it in their voices. You see it in their um, facial profiles. It's all there. See, and so I guess take my personality question, out of the mix. Right. I guess my question is, is now knowing the child whisperer information, she was a lot different as a toddler versus now. Now I would totally say she's a type two, but as a kid yeah. looking back. But that's her personality that's been, there's still going to be behavior. There, there's going to be body language and other things we don't override ever because all the things we don't think about, it's just our personality we start to alter. But we walk, you know, type three walks with a heavy planted foot. They talk louder. That usually doesn't get affected too much by. So, and that definitely answers my question. I guess maybe where I'm hung up too is we came to Phoenix and we saw you and you thought she would seem type two in her face, facial features more. And so I've tried to kind of go into that energy and see that more, but I'm still seeing the three showing up and I'm still seeing her movement is loud and more um, intense. Then go with that. Ask her. But you gotta stop the revolving, changing type type one door. <laughs> right, that's and that you get my biggest. Uh-huh. You get confused because that door keeps yes. changing. You're like, it's a turnstile. Now we're this day. But then I now had her day. read the book, and I said, okay, because after she met you, I said, well, you just need to read it, and you just tell me how you feel about it. And she always says, well, I want to be a type two. Well, and so then I get confused because I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't let her live her three and. And so she wants to be a two because it's more acceptable. Or So then I kind of take it, okay, well, I messed up. And I'm, so I get that I. See how you're going all over with this, though? I know. You go to the, you're you're like changing it. Okay. See, your process makes this complicated. Right. Just get yourself out of the way. Ask for God to reveal to you on a silver platter what type your child is and get behind it. But you get in the way with all your, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Yes, for sure. And you just, it's overwhelming for you and her. And so just leave it alone for a while and just see what shows up to go. It's just, it's going to be obvious to me. It's going to be obvious. Okay. I'm going to really okay. trust that. And I'm going to let God tell me rather than me trying to figure this out because I'll just keep changing my mind. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the next oh, thing that goodness. I've shown. Thanks right. for calling in today. I appreciate everybody calling in, everybody, um, who, all you wonderful parents that are doing such a phenomenal job. You really are. You're great parents. Be really loving and kind to yourself and appreciate yourself. How much can you appreciate yourself this week for the wonderful parent you are? I'd love for you to do that. Thanks for being a part of today's podcast. As a teacher, healer, speaker, best-selling author of The Child Whisperer and mother of five children, Carol Tuttle is honored to help you take the power struggle out of parenting and better understand the children in your life. If you'd like Carol to answer your question, call in next time or email your question to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. Carol invites you to learn more about the four types of children at thechildwhisperer.com and connect with her at thecarolblog.com. If you haven't read The Child Whisperer yet, get your copy through the Child Whisperer website and enjoy happier, more successful, more cooperative children. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.